All right, what's up, everybody? It is uh, small time, Tommy, not big time, Tommy. It's copyrighted. It is copyrighted, uh, and I'm here with J. Justin Gagnon. That's right. My That's middle right. name and my first name are the same. That's, and that uh, was my understanding. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Raymond Gagnon. It's I gorgeous. I listened to the previous name. podcast. Welcome to episode eight, uh, the Smack Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> that was off the cuff, right? It's off the cuff. I didn't know that. I didn't point. see that on the copy. It's it's not on the copy. Uh, yeah. So thank you for tuning in, and let's talk some smack. Yeah. All right, everybody, welcome back. Uh, so today's podcast is brought to us by Strand Brewing Company. And by brought to us, I mean not at all. We have we have no sponsors. It's a little No, it's, it's fine. A little sad. Yeah. Uh, and we drank looking. your pussy ass beer, Strand Brewing. And it's, we're still waiting on the sponsorship. We're waiting on the sponsorship. We just want some friends. Yeah. Actually, we're pretty close to having like some kind of sponsor. Uh, just in different ways. No, <laughs> they call this the the harvest ball orange wheat. It's not, I, I, it's not you, bad. Yeah, no, it's not bad. Yeah, it's a smooth lager. But who goes to a ball? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, and maybe, I'm, maybe, I'm just. I got questions for uh, you. Do they have DJs? I, I don't know. Yeah. Did you ever get invited to a harvest ball? Yeah, I, I did not. Don't lie to me. It's not true. Yeah. All right, we're in the we're MF. in the middle of the NBA playoffs. Uh, we oh, added, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Yeah. I uh, I got to do a Schwager says sorry. Oh, Schwager says sorry. Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, my my father is is disappointed with all the use of the f bombs. Oh, uh, we're gonna to try to not language. swear so fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna try real hard, Dad. Yeah. I promise. Yeah, we're gonna leave the f bombs out, except for when we feel like it. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, so. or whenever the fuck Tommy feels like. See, I <laughs> just can't help it. It's just we, everywhere. No, we're not going to swear <laughs> too often. It might be often. We'll, we'll, we'll cut it back. We'll, we'll cut, cut it back. We'll, we'll dial yeah. it down. Yeah. We'll keep it clean for the kids. We're at about a 10. You know, yeah, you need us about a yeah, four about or five. A, we could settle for a six. Yeah. Uh, so is that, is that it for the that's, that's That's it. You know, All right. Sorry, so, Pops. Yeah. Sorry, Big Ray. Okay, <laughs> so we're in the middle of the NBA playoffs. We had an epic... Epic ending to the 76ers Raptors with the shot that rattled on the rim heard around the world. And again, we were asking ourselves uh, before the podcast, is that luck or was that skill? Now, the reason my argument would, I'm 50-50. I think it might have been luck. (laughs) Yes. Well, the the amount of times that thing clanked off the rim. I told you, man, I thought they had, I thought we were going to, to overtime, overtime. Yeah. I thought we were going straight to overtime. What, what a good series! Huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. it was fantastic. Game seven, last second shot. Yeah, you're hoping it kind of rims out so that we can really they can chuck it out for double overtime to game seven. You know, oh it would have been awesome. Been but awesome. I mean, but, I felt bad for the 76ers. But it, it was one of the most epic last second shots I've ever seen. And I think the other one that comes to mind is Ray Allen when he was on the Miami Heat, the one that sunk the Spurs. Oh, that was fantastic. It was, it was just such a clutch. Oh, he had such shot. a great end of his career, dude. And the Spurs were about to win it that night. And then <laughs> the, he came back and they took the series. Uh, this shot had that kind of feeling. So I was thinking, okay, so we're watching game one, Bucks. 
uh, Raptors tonight, and it's like, is Kawhi going to pull off some magic in? Well, the answer is no, folks. No. The answer is no. No. Uh, you know who's pulling off magic is the Greek freak. Yes. That, that Giannis guy. Yes. Antito Kumpo. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. No, I'm just going with the Greek freak. I ain't trying to offend anybody. You know, I don't want to be like, you know. We're going to get it pronounced right by the time he's retired. Yeah. I don't want to be like that. The Chris Matthews of sports podcasting, just fucking up everyone's name. Yeah, but not only that, we watched Brooke Lopez, the uh, very intense man. Yeah, the Cro-Magnon Spaniard. Dude, the kid can shoot threes. Yeah, but he's he's not. It's not always. You know what I mean? He was breaking them against the Celtics. Well, this round, I was like, that guy, how do you even guard like a seven-footer shooting threes over the arc? Yeah, (laughs) and he scares me. Yeah. And then, then we kind of noticed that basically the Bucks are just taller. Like, they're better for sure, but overall, they're, they're yeah. significantly taller than almost any other team in the NBA. Yeah, it's unreal, man. And I, I, I almost wonder, do the Warriors have a problem should they face the Bucks because of the height difference? Steph Curry is not that tall. He's a clever, clever dude. Amazing handles. But when you got a seven-footer guarding you on the, on the perimeter... How do you, how do you launch a three over that guy like Lopez? Nah, you you can't. And you, and when you can't get behind somebody and like it was uh, like Block City tonight. Oh yeah, it was. It was like Block. Like I the, think they said they had like uh like six blocks. Yeah, the Bucks did, which is out of usually. There's like what three? Yeah, on a really good game. Yeah, because usually they call them fouls. Well, yeah, <laughs> but also like these, you know, Kawhi's running up there shooting the layup, and then like you know, out of nowhere, Giannis just launches that thing into the stands. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this is good basketball. Oh yeah, no, it was good. <laughs> it was a be, good game. Yeah, it's I had not a good it's, time with that it's one. Not not as good as you know. Well, no, I would say it's way better than the not as good series, which is the West Coast Finals. Yeah, the Western Finals are like oh god! It's, it's like the Blazers. Do they have a chance to win a game? No, they don't. I don't. Think They're going to so. get swept. That that game. That series is going to be over the, in four. The Nuggets, by all means, should have advanced to this round. They would have given the Warriors a little bit of a fight. I think the Blazers, unless like McCollum goes off, unless Lillard starts actually hitting shots, I feel like the Blazers they got a chance to win one game. Uh I don't even think they take one. Yeah, maybe I think they're going to get swept. They're going to get swept. You, you see the Steph Curry who showed up in that first game. It's interesting to me to see them without Durant. It, yeah. it really they is. Can, they can win easily without Durant. That's that's the scary part is he's coming back. <laughs> well, he is, but I but don't also, think... Is, is are they a better team with Durant on the on that team? No, I think they're just a different team. They're a different style. Yeah, exactly. Durant's the scorer versus Curry being the, the scorer. scorer. And when Curry's the scorer, honestly, I if I was them, and it, I think it was interesting because uh, actually I read a statement by the their owner of the Golden State Warriors, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, we're completely keeping the team together next year. We're going to keep Steph, Clay." And uh, yeah, we're gonna keep the team team intact. I'm like, well, yeah, you left somebody out. Yeah, kind of a big name. Yeah, yeah, it's it just a you know. He's like, we got Steph, we got Clay. We're gonna sign him forever. And uh, who who are you not maybe resigning? Yeah, next year? it rhymes with the ant. I'll give you a hint. Yeah, Kevin Durant. <laughs> so a lot of the theories are, and by the way, fans have been screaming this every time he's at the foul line. They're like, New York, New York Knicks. <laughs> it's like, Durant's probably going to the Knicks. Oh, uh, why? Why I, would you do it? I don't don't do it to yourself. I, that media think, sucks. Yeah, yeah. You're in, you're in for like, I, if I was him, I would go to the Clippers. 
and I just made him a contender immediately. Or, like Justin would like, go to the the Celtics. Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. All the pieces are in place, guy. You just got to get there. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. But, well, I'm sure the Celtics know this just as well as you and I do. That the front office has to be like desperately being like, okay, so we get rid of Kyrie. So like, how much cap space do we have? <laughs> like, well, who are they gonna? <laughs> you know, where the like after you ship him off to Kyrie? Yeah, well, you know, th- his contract's yeah. gigantic. Yeah, that's true. And also, he's kind of a, a choke show. Aside from the one Cavs championship in the playoffs, he's he doesn't show up or well, he's he, injured. You got to give him credit in yeah. that one series. Yes, he did get the MVP. Yeah, played out of his mind. That guy never showed up on the basketball court ever the fuck again when it mattered. Yeah, it's pretty rough watching Kyrie now. Um, I, I don't think he's going to stay on the Celtics. No, I mean, I'm sitting next to a Celtics fan. And he's like, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> oh no! Half like the no reason question. I enjoyed watching them lose that last game, I'm like, run that a hole out of town. Yeah, I've had enough of his flat earther BS. Like, I am not gonna have to put up with this I for think another you build season. Build it around Tatum, right? We were talking. Yeah, about Yeah, you build it around Tatum. Tatum's he's the number one the pick. He's yeah. the, easily the best draft pick uh, in a long time. Um, obviously, okay, this relates directly to the NBA draft. Uh, so the Pelicans have the number one pick. And uh, I guess they might go for Zion. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they should. They should. And right? then you get rid of that whole Davis situation and his yeah. dumb eyebrow. Where does Davis go? Like, I don't know. How do you trade? He, he demanded a trade. Does he now want to stay now that Zion's definitely going there? No, because Zion's going to replace his job. The same yeah. position? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But you think about having the two of them, now the Pelicans look like a real threat. They do, but it will never happen. Yeah. So, you know what it is? So where does Anthony Davis go? I don't know. Maybe him and Kyrie go to the Lakers. I think I if Anthony see Davis that. is smart, he goes to a team like the Denver Nuggets, yeah. who are one player away uh, yep. from advancing to the West Coast. Agreed. Or the Clippers. Or the Clippers. You yeah. Know? I think if he's really dumb, he goes to the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, anybody who goes to the Lakers at this point with Ty yeah. Lue and LeBron, it's like, oh. Yeah. Plus, they've got Jason Kidd as an assistant coach. I don't think you have enough ego in that you know, on that squad right now. <laughs> it's like Jason I, Kidd's an a hole. I like I like how they got Jason Kidd. Like, I hated him a, when he played in the league. Oh. they're like he's he's up. Yeah, I did too. Actually, uh, <laughs> I liked him when he won the Mavs championship. Like, you, you deserve that. Uh, but uh, I will say that Jason Kidd as a coach, well, the guy has been arrested drunk driving on on multiple occasions. He looks like a drunk, doesn't he? He kind of looks like a drunk. But uh what what, what was Not like we can talk, but No, that's fine. Uh again, uh for for a nice refreshing whiskey, it's Kikori. It's from Japan. Yeah. Uh but uh another sponsorship another we'll sponsor- never get Maybe. I don't know. How into the You can reach out. One one thing that I want to say about, you know, this draft is that I think the Lakers might literally sell the farm to try and go get Zion so yeah, that Zion might. and LeBron will play together. Yeah, but again. But then yeah, who that, else do you yeah. have? I, I mean, they're going to ship the ball, ball, ball kid. Or, uh, or they're just going to cut uh, ball. I mean, Paul is like a fine bench player. He, he could come off the bench for like Portland. And that that would be okay. He's definitely I not I just a want the worst things to happen in that family. Is that wrong to say? Uh, Well... I guess I mean based on your I'm, silence, I think that would be a yes. I think I think asking, <laughs> uh, you know, asking for them to all like not be in the league is maybe a little too intense. Bad things to the family. That's that's definitely over. Ah, uh, well, you know, I mean, the kid stole from China. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm not wishing bad things on the how wife. Do you pronounce China. 
Gina. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so basically, the NBA draft. Now, and I have to also note this as a Bulls fan, uh, and uh, you know, as you will, and, and and granted, there are other teams uh, like the Knicks who sucked all year and uh, did not get the number one pick. This is a good anti-tanking strategy by the league. You you can't tank hard enough to get the number one pick anymore. Right. So I actually, like it. that's it's great. a draft system. That's good. It's yeah. like. Yeah, you can lose. You can be not in the playoffs, but like, don't expect yourself to get the number one pick just because you lost the most games. Yeah, I like that. It's good. It's yeah. like it's like thank you and like please. Every team should tr- be trying to win games. Well, and on the other side of it with basketball, right? Mm-hmm. There's no real the salary cap exists, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really. Let's I mean, be yeah, honest. Like Golden State. Yeah, now. as long as you got the uh, fan base to cover the costs. Oh, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't think the penalties in the NBA are as strict Yeah, over the cap. I like that what it says is now you can tank, you can do your best to lose, but the Pelicans, with actually a pretty good record given that they're one of the lower teams in the league, and they were, they were close to making the playoffs uh, before the Anthony Davis fiasco, <laughs> uh, it's like the statement is it doesn't matter how hard you lose. So don't expect the number one pick. Yeah, I love it. It's good. I know. I yeah, do. It's like give everybody a chance, at least who didn't make the playoffs. And then at the same time, keep trying to win your ball games, even with the like the worst squad you could possibly have. Yeah. It's a good statement. Um, I'm proud of the NBA for finally like kind of figuring out how to prevent tanking. Hopefully um, I don't like to see my team tank. No, I hate no, no. I, and I'm my like, team just did in the playoffs and yours has been tanking for, uh, I don't know. Two seasons now. The Bulls are tanking hard, and I don't even know if they're intentionally tanking. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to analyze. You're like, so they they have like what five healthy players, <laughs> like fifteen, <laughs> and like two of them they found off the street yesterday. Yeah. So that's the Bulls now. Um, all right. They so found them at the Bingo League. We're going to talk a little bit about the NHL playoffs. Speaking of playoffs, how about those Bruins? What do you think? Oh, dude. They are one game away from sweeping the Hurricanes. I did not see this coming I, at all. I could not have seen that coming. But then again, a lot of your veterans are still at Bergeron still on the squad. You guys yeah, still Chara. Have, yeah, Chara's still <laughs> How there. How is he still on the team? I don't know. It's, he's, he's just been injecting himself with stuff. Yeah, he's exactly. Still, you want to talk about a guy who's guilty of like stem cell injections. <laughs> right. just, that, there he is right there. Yeah. But to be fair, they have more playoff experience, which is sometimes what counts the most. You guys knocked out the Blue Jackets, who I thought was a legitimate threat. And, uh, and now you were very close to beating the Hurricanes, and the Hurricanes were very much a threat. So it's like... I, I was surprised they yeah. they didn't lose game one of the series because they didn't have McAvoy. Yeah, that actually really surprised me. Yeah, but then I was like, oh man, once he's back, that's uh, it's going to be it a lot. It feels like a dunzo. Oh yeah, it feels well, like the Hurricanes are out. It's bet it was that last game was a blowout game. Yeah, man. it was just like I uh, feel like the second game. Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. what you're saying. It was like six goals by the Bruins. Yeah, it was six one like or six two. Six two. Yeah, they, yeah. they were just launching them, and and uh, the Canes just couldn't figure it out. They had nothing on defense. They had even less on offense. I'm like, wow, dude. I think I think that's a lock. Uh, on the flip side of that, we were talking a little bit of uh, San Jose versus the Avalanche advancing to where San Jose is now. And, you know, granted, San Jose has a lead on St. Louis. But the way that San Jose advanced was questionable. 
It's game seven. They had a he had his foot on the ring. There was one skater from the Avalanche <laughs> who had half a skate still on the rink on his way off, off of the off of the you know the bench over there. But to be fair, it, it they would call that in football. They would call that. They in would call that tacky. Yeah, they but would a t- goal was disallowed, yeah. and it was going to be the winning goal for the Avalanche. I'm just saying, they take away they, a field goal they, in the NFL for will, that. Shit. They will. They will absolutely. Like too many men on the field. Yep. It's always. A, and, then, and then some guys get half a fucking thigh still in yeah, the, <laughs> God the field. To damn play. it! <laughs> I th- you know, it's a fair call. It's a good call, but that's why San Jose is here. So it's like. They definitely won eventually off of their own goals, but it's like, dude, the Avalanche should have had that series. Yes, <laughs> they should have. Now, now, now where we're at now. Moving uh, on. Yeah. Talking cool. about breaking some curses. It looks like the Sharks yeah. are going to be uh, going to the Stanley Cup uh, well, we finals. Don't know. It's two to one. It's, it's two, two to one. one. I mean, the Blues have a chance to. Uh, but, but the Blues kind of have no business being there. No, they really don't. And, and they've kind of gotten real lucky uh, second half of the season now. This is interesting. They were in the bottom of the entire league in the first half of the season. Then they won like almost all their fucking games, cruising high to the finals. I'm like, yeah, but look, look, uh, you can't keep out. that up. Yeah, yeah you, you can't keep that up. Out. You're you're looking at a San Jose Grizzly veteran squad, and uh, you know the Blues are are pretty tight as well. But I think the Blues don't make it to the finals. Well, and the Sharks have just been heartbroken. Every friggin' year yeah. they come to the playoffs. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it's it's going to be probably Sharks Bruins. Yeah? And it should be sick. I think it's going to be like an all-out brawl. The NHL playoffs are the best. And Don't you think that's wild? It's It was East Coast, West Coast, yeah. MLB World Series. Yeah. East Coast, West Coast, NFL. Right. Now we might actually have another East Coast, West Coast, NHL, uh, no, all in the finals. same year. And, you know, it's it's interesting as well because uh, it feels like San Jose are, are – they really, really want it. They really want to bring it to that. But I feel like Bruins have a heavy edge. Oh, yeah. I think they have a significant edge with the playoff experience. Oh, you I know, mean, like obviously, finals experience. Yeah, finals right? experience. Like San Jose definitely has an edge for, like, younger legs. But the Bruins have the edge for, like, people who have been there, people who have fought over the years. It's like – you can't really say no to experience at some point. No, and they've the got playoffs. some young legs, dude. I mean, yeah. you know, they're gonna be they're gonna be said. You know, honestly, it all depends on how Tuca plays. Yeah, you Tuka know, Rask. Yeah. yeah, if Rask is is having, if he's on, they win. Yeah, um, the rest of the pieces are in place, but he can have yeah. those like mental meltdowns. Yeah, I've like, seen it. Yeah, Rask, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, are you the same guy? <laughs> yeah, where did you come? from? Yeah. But I think he's been so experienced and played through so much. Um, I'm just curious to see who the finals will actually be. You know, granted, we're calling it a little bit early here. There's still a lot of games to be played in the Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals. But I don't think the Canes come back and win four games in a row. No, there's that, no way. That would blow there's, my mind. There, there's no way. Yeah. I was listening to, I, I think you were on that text chain with that guy from EEI who yeah. just like hangs up on that dude because he oh, can't yeah, stand listening to him talking to him in, in a southern, southern accent. About the hockey, yeah. <laughs> accent or no accent, if you like hockey, you're a friend of mine. But <laughs> that's Not it. if you're in Boston, If apparently. you're in Boston, it's a little more, a little more intense. All right, so Swaggers, uh, what do you think about this uh, NFL news about Xavier Howard from the Miami Dolphins, who are starting to get a little bit stacked over there, 
Uh, he's now the highest-paid cornerback in the NFL. Five years, $76.5 million. What do you think? I Dude, hey, man. I mean, pay the guy, but make sure you got the team around him yeah. to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, half the reason uh, the Patriots got rid of all of their high-priced cornerbacks was because they were that. You know, Asante yeah. Samuel, gone. And unbelievable. Yeah. Got his money, but, you know, never won again. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? Darrell Revis. Yeah. Same thing. I mean, granted, he was on the Jets for most of his career, but he went to yeah. the Pats, yeah. won his ring, and then he left and got his money. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? So, it, you know, if you're the uh, penalties for going over the cap in the, um, in the NFL are mm. so much steeper than any other sport. Yeah. So I think it's a problem when you put all your money on a player that's not going to really score you that many points throughout the course of the season. Sure, sure, sure. You know what I mean? This guy's going to be on the defensive end of the ball. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But he's not going to be scoring touchdowns for you on like a weekly no, basis. No, no. And if he does, then he's earned every yeah. well, let penny me give, of that Let me salary. give you a little bit of his stats. Uh, he was the NFL's co-interception leader with seven interceptions in just 12 games last year. And this guy's only 25. And it was his first Pro Bowl season. Season. So the kid has a long career ahead of him. Yes. Plus, he's an interception machine. So maybe he is scoring touchdowns on the defense. That's the question is, do you value – and also the cornerback position is a tough slot to fill. Well, I wonder how much Brian Flores had to say in that whole thing. I mean, yeah. if that was just upper mid. Well, I guess he probably wouldn't have much. He's the brand new coach. That's yeah, all the yeah, front yeah. office. It's it's interesting ownership shit. It was Adam Gase, but now it's Flores. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Adam Gase has moved on to the Jets, and I just would never have yeah. paid seventy five. What the fuck is he making? Seventy five million dollars. Oh seventy six point five million dollars <laughs> for five years. Not is all that, of it's guaranteed. Not all of it's guaranteed. Not so that includes guaranteed. incentives. But I think I think it's at least seventy six. To fifty million is guaranteed, but at the same time, it's like, well, how many good cornerbacks are there really? You know what I mean? Like, can you just slot somebody else into that that position, or is it that high value of a position? Who's that guy in the Reds? Because it's Josh. Uh, what's oh, his name? Um, uh, yeah, Norman. Uh, isn't it Josh Norman? It is, but yeah, he's he's got a pretty big contract. I mean, you know, he's um, and he's worth it. But you know, has he? <laughs> Has he won the skins all kinds of crazy games? No. no. You know what I mean? No. It's like when you pay these guys that much, you know, uh, I was going to kind of, you know, go into this this week. I put in a mental note in my head and there was this dude uh, on the Herd show, um, ex-NBA uh, player, mm-hmm. and he was saying, and I might be wrong about that, um, but he was like, you know, the conversation was like, about how Tom Brady said, oh, my, my wife makes enough money, right? Yeah. And so this guy's like, starts saying, no, man, you need to take Kobe Bryant's mentality. And I'm like, yeah, and look what it did to the Lakers. Yeah. He went around the country, and I say this every week, shooting 30 to 40 points a night, yeah. you know what I mean? And while the rest of his team On was like losing games. out of 60. Oh, God. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, no, he's not following Kobe Bryant's lead. Yeah. Because he takes 60 did, shots a game. It's like, oh, I don't think he took 60 no. shots, but he took like 35 a game. And I mean, like no one else had any shots. It was it, that, that, that's how you sink your team. If you're missing most of those shots, then you're not scoring all that much. Well, the people who argue you for that mentality, score, but they're like your, the your owners, they get their billions. Right. And yeah. you're like, well, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. They, 
There's a salary cap. The, yeah. the owner, you don't yeah. think the owners would spend their billions on yeah. you know, a gigantic salary team? Yeah, they yeah. would. And I think I think the most interesting point about the Dolphins spending this amount of money on a cornerback. Now, granted, they are rebuilding in in an interesting way because obviously Tannehill's not coming back. Uh they need to fix their offense almost before they fix their defense. They've always had a stellar defense. When have they had a good offense? In like it's been forever. a long time. Yeah, Chad like, Pennington. Yeah, like, <laughs> like how, how far? Interesting back story. You... I mean, they got Rosen. Yeah. So I read this article today. Apparently, uh, the owner of the friggin' Cardinals uh, said he never spoke to him oh, really? before or after. He ended up going to the Dolphins. Never said a God, word to the guy. Mind. I know. Yeah, that's so weird. It was he was like the future of their franchise. Yeah, it's so weird. And also, like the Dolphins were more than ready to snack, snatch him. Like, they were like, they, they you don't totally, want him. Yeah, come yeah, on, we'll snag him. Uh, no, it's, it's totally bizarre. Um, I mean, w- w- when you look at it, like what the Dolphins are doing, I, I think there is a, actually a lot that that could be quite interesting. Um, but at the same time, offense, every, every problem they've ever had has been on offense and it's uh, often stemmed with quarterback and it's, it's just like, yeah, like cornerback certainly, you know, grab this guy. Maybe that's a cheap price for that type of player for, for that long. But I would, I would absolutely be like looking for running back and quarterback, like beyond anything for them. Well, I'll tell you this dude, that uh, whole uh, undefeated season crap definitely cursed the crap out of them, huh? Yeah, it's weird, even Don right? even Dan Marino couldn't win yeah, now, yeah, 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 yeah. and they're like he's one of the greatest that ever played. Yeah, um, All right. a little bit about the major league baseballs. Uh, yeah, baseball season, everything's fun. Get yourself a hot dog, get yourself a beer, get out there, go see a game. It's 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 not too hot yet. So no, still it's coming though. It's yeah, the heat's going to get squampy. It's going to get a little squampy. Uh, one thing we wanted to talk about a little bit was the Yankees have currently. 12 players on the injured reserve and they're just winning on a tear and they're in second place. They are in second place and they're the, all these guys are going to come back. And, uh, you know, you're looking at guys out like Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron judge. Yeah. And you're like, they still won 26 games. And you're like, they're this good without their main guys. Dude, they have won. That's terrifying. Yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> you know, I, you know, it's always too early to call them. Like, it's still, yeah, I know. World World Series champion. No, <laughs> like, 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 I don't know. I know, I know, I know. But, like, this level of talent, not, you know, everybody's hurt, which is not, you know, I've been there. Our teams have been there. But, like, at the same time, the role players have really stepped up. Uh, some of these guys, they're probably not going to take slots away from, like, Stan and Judge. Like, those guys no, are the, the, no. the main stars of the team. But it's good to have that kind of I mean, confidence. You're, yeah. You know, your, your bench is just as good as your starters. Yep. And, and that's why that's you have crazy. farm systems. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. Um, I mean, it's going to get real competitive right up to the All-Star break. Uh, nobody knows, really, who's going to take this league at this point. I will say... Uh, the Cubs have been on a tear after losing uh, basically seven of their first ten games, I believe, um, and they're they're back in first place. First place of, of over the Brewers Central, yeah. And uh, we've actually been doing pretty good against the Cardinals. Pretty, it's got to feel Brewers. pretty damn good, huh? Feels all right. Screw uh, those people in Milwaukee. No. Sorry, Uncle John. I go. love you, but there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you actually have family there. 
I do. Oh. I got I got my dad's brother oh, lives in Milwaukee. We moved to Milwaukee, well, never out, came back. Shout out to Uncle John. Uncle John. Yeah. You know? Well, we'll go Bucks. Yeah. I won't say go Bruins. No, he's been rooting. He's been rooting for the Bucks. I've seen it on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, Bucks Bucks could win. Uh, I Bru- respect Bruins, that. Uh, you know, give the Cubs a chance again. Yeah. 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 <laughs> again? <laughs> <laughs> we just want like one more in the next hundred years. Uh, oh, you'll get it. You guys so, are always in the mix. Yeah, get out of here. Uh, another interesting uh, twist to the NLB season currently is uh, Yelich from the Brewers, the very same. The kid is on a home run tear. And there was a part of me, I'm like, you know, I don't think Barry Bonds' record is getting broken anytime soon because I believe it's 73 home runs in a season. Um, I think the odds of that marker. You know, they just need to legalize roids, kid. I need to see those kind of numbers. Get, I miss those days of baseball. Yeah, yeah, well, Guys, fucking <laughs> huge ass necks, right? That was a. It was kind of a fun time to be a baseball fan before they. Uh, they're like, yeah, so all those guys are cheating. I'm like, ah, yeah, no wonder so, why. Yeah, that's right. They were like, like Mark all, McGuire was juicing. Oh, dude, Sammy so so was juicing, and like yeah, nobody Barry could Barnes, tell. No question, they were throwing like uh, fake needles on the field at him at games. What was that? Ninety four, ninety four, ninety five. Right was when that was. Oh, uh, the home run uh, competition yeah. was the Cubs and the Cardinals yes. because it's McGuire Sosa, and then McGuire finally got the record. I I can't remember what year, but that was a fantastic time to be alive as a baseball fan. Oh yeah, hell yeah! And I felt like base. Oh, it was right after the baseball strike, so it was actually the big comeback of baseball. It was. All I'm saying is that Yelich might have a small chance to at least get in the top five of home runs. You know, Yelich has actually already hit 16 home runs and he's got a small shot at eclipsing. I don't know, maybe 66 home runs for the season. He has a shot at at least getting Sammy. So I don't think he gets Barry Bonds. No, he's not going to. He's no I think way. that's like the, the mark that no one will ever hit again outside. Of so Justin, you just found some stats for Mark McGuire pre and post. Well, this was just a, <laughs> this is no, I didn't. It was just the title of it, which is <laughs> Mike McGuire stats before steroids. It's, it sounds like a self-help group. It does. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. Well, I mean, Sosa was a skinny ball player when he started, and then he had a barrel chest like two years later. Yeah, well, no. So did that. Frank Thomas, by the way. Look that up. Yeah. You do the <laughs> ABs of these guys, and you're like, oh, my God. God, they're just jacked out of their yeah. minds. They're like this dull faced little kid, and then five years later, their yeah. necks the size of their head. What was it? Or Jose, Jose Canseco broke that broke that story wide open. Oh God! And uh, everyone was like doing death threats against Canseco, but like he's like, this is an important story. Like everybody's lying about this. Yeah, exactly. Everyone, everyone was juicing. Yeah, I kind of like it now that you can at least trust your players. Yeah, like currently, agree. It's, it's better baseball, and it's. Mm-hmm. It's and they're still hitting tons of home runs. By the way, it's technique. It's not power now. It's it's the technique you use at the plate. Yeah, well, so, Ted Williams taught us that. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's that's that was his whole book, The Art of Hitting. It was, yeah. It was all about. So now it is about the art of hitting again. It's not yeah. just about blasting shit out of there because you're like so jacked that your arms are bigger than your neck. <laughs> <laughs> the baseball bat just looks like a friggin' uh, like toothpick. <laughs> yeah. In your hand. Yeah. You're like, oh god. Tis. Anyways, I think Yelich maybe settles around 55, 60 home runs. I don't he's think he's s- gonna break in. I mean, I think he's gonna be hot this season. I don't think yeah. he's gonna break. F- 60. Yeah, we'll see what Christian Yelich does moving on. Um, 
All right. So aside fucking from that, Yankees, I hate the Yankees, yeah. man. Uh, <laughs> the Yankees. So this is kind of our big topic for the day. It's a little bit about concussions, a little bit about injuries in the NFL, and it's a little bit about marijuana. So it, it might be a, a fun tune in. Yeah. If you're a Joe Rogan fan, if you're a Joe Rogan fan, you know, if you're a fan of, uh, you know, uh, any, any sort of like regulation being, you know, sort of stopped. For the NFL, because uh, I should have rolled up a doobie for this. We yeah, you should have actually. Yeah, no, the conversation would have taken like a nose. It's taking nose up. Justin's like, do you ever just like to watch Deadpool? <laughs> like, <laughs> what about the second one? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a good one. I like it when he if does could, cocaine. If I could turn back time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is interesting. Is that the NHL has one of the best marijuana policies for their players, and and this is interesting. In the you know marijuana, granted. It's like, don't smoke in the middle of the game or like, don't be smoking on the ice or like on the field or like as a quarterback. But like when you're outside of the game, do you think it's really wrong to smoke weed if you have an injury? No, I don't. Is that not like a medicinal use of marijuana? But let's put it to, I'll put it to you this way, dude. Uh, the guy's name is um, Ross Rebagliati, right? Okay. Won an Olympic gold medal. Yeah. Tested positive for, for, for snowboarding. Yeah. Tested positive for marijuana. Yeah. And they tried to take his gold medals away. Right. You know what I mean? And so this was... Did, did, did weed enhance his snowboarding? I, I, I think it like, dude, you should get a second medal. Right. Because... It's harder you, to you, Yeah, I know. I've, I've snowboarded. And then I've snowboarded high. And it's like... I'm like, dude, get me off this flipping mountain. Yeah. You know, when I'm... You know, exactly. If I've smoked, it's horrifying. This guy's doing downhill on a snowboard. You're like, you gotta be kidding me. You want a gold medal? He should deserve... He deserves another medal called the weed gold medal (laughs) for... Getting the, a gold Sean, medal while high. The Sean White medal. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> no, it's, it, it's a bunch of BS, man, and, yeah. and it's a cultural thing. That's that's really what grinds my gears about the whole thing. Right. It's like, you know, these people who got, like, force-fed reefer madness. Right. And, and, like, had they known the effects of, like, alcohol over the long term yeah. versus marijuana, uh-huh. what do you think they would have legalized first? Oh, I know, I know, I know. And, and also, like, uh, you know... Uh, there's such thing as called uh, there's such a thing called a cortisone shot, and that's used pretty frequently in sports medicine. Of course it is, and, and they often shoot guys up in their knees or their you know ankles or let's say their you know elbows. If 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 a player's have an injury mid game, they'll take them to the you know medical tent and they'll give them an injection and put them back in the game. Now, granted, like it's not super you know. Legal, it's pretty much frowned upon, but this is this is consistent. They do this across all sports. And in football, where you're taking injuries to the head and you're taking injuries of people hitting you and then you're falling down on hard ground. Yeah. And it's not like hockey where you're sliding a bit because of the ice. Depending on, you know, if you get hit in the boards, then you're not moving. But, it's, <laughs> it, it's it, you know, it's like, it's not like uh, even the NBA because NBA, like, there is some contact. Obviously, there's always, like, guys you know, fighting for rebounds, but the NFL is a contact sport. It's built around tackling. And so to me, I think the NFL has one of the, one of the worst marijuana policies. And, and, and the irony is that the players probably need to smoke weed the most. If you're injured outside, outside of this sport, outside of the game. Well, one of its biggest uh, medicinal properties um, healing wise is that actually it's an anti-inflammatory. 
right? Right. So if you smoke CBD or you smoke, you know, just straight THC, yeah, um, it it's known to shrink tumors. It's known to uh, relieve people of pain because it's actually an anti-inflammatory. Yeah, it brings yeah. down swelling. Right. And We're half of the thing with CTE is brain brain swelling. swelling. Right. So um, I I think it's I mean honestly. Yeah, it's and like, it, look, what would you ha- rather yeah. have these guys do it? Yeah, going out and drinking twelve beers. Yeah, and driving home well, like in a Ferrari, old, like all the old wrestlers yeah, used to do. Yeah, exactly. Like Andre well, the Giant was drunk in every match. Oh yeah, yeah, he was drunk all the time, Fucking dude. Crazy. And oh. uh, Ric Flair, that's like a heartbreaking thirty for thirty documentary about. Dude, him I haven't family. seen it. I couldn't watch it. Yeah, it's hey. brutal because his son dies. Uh, his son died at like thirty. It's, oh, it's horrible. But Ric Flair and Andre the Giants, these, that's how these guys self-medicated because they were hurt all the time. Yeah. And they were... Alcohol. Yeah, and they would just go drink at the bar and they would drink themselves stupid and then they go wrestle again. Now, now weed will make you go to sleep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think... Yeah. You might be guilty of eating too much fast food. I yeah, would say yeah, that's... Some a, tacos. You know, you might. You might, <laughs> well, you might get on uh, Uber, Uber Eats and uh, yeah. make some bad decisions. Okay. And, and I, I would say that happened. You know, that might happen. You know, here's a more medicinal standpoint to really take away from this is that marijuana is prescribed to cancer patients. Yes. Because they're going through intense amounts of pain and they have loss of appetite. Well, dude, and looking at the health effects of any of these other drugs that right. they're, you're going to get yeah. pain relief from. Right. Um, it's, Some of them are addictive. Yeah. Well, a I lot mean, of painkillers are addictive. It's an epidemic. I mean, yeah, that's what it's labeled yeah, yeah. as, as yeah. by most the opioid news, epidemic. epidemic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and... and and like dude, Percocet. Percocet yeah. is very addictive. People go from like, yeah. you know, living normal lives and then they break an arm. And then the next thing you know, they're like living on the streets, it's sucking true, D actually. for. Uh, well, hopefully not. <laughs> for... <laughs> I feel like we lost our way. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> Damn the J. The only point I was having was okay. So in the how NHL, many blowjobs do I have to give for biking it? <laughs> the answer is always two. Um, no, uh, but that's... it's only gay if you do it three times, <laughs> and it's up to you. That's a choice. It's all a choice. Uh, the what only, was that? The only... uh, Half baked. This that. Fake. I used to suck dick for coke, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The, Bob uh, I, I think the overall point I was trying to make by this is that marijuana should be legalized across all sports for medicinal use for injuries. No, agreed. And, and I don't think, I, I really don't have a problem with it. And I, I think if you don't have an injury, maybe don't use it. Or, or I mean, it's like, use look, it recreationally. Man, yeah. But I think maybe... Even then, it shouldn't affect things too much. As long as you're not smoking right before a game or like getting yourself into serious pain uh, uh, because you you're too high to figure out what you're doing. Like, yeah, I, I mean, like nobody should be it, getting baked before a fucking yeah, football game. I think you're just using asking it responsibly for it. is fine, and also I think for injuries, it should absolutely be legal across NFL, NHL. MLB, like after a Tommy John surgery, like why the hell not? Well, dude, I yeah. mean, it's like some of these, I mean, some of these people who are heavy, heavy drinkers, mm-hmm. look at the price they pay with their body, right? Yeah. Their liver, yes. their appendix, their hearts, their hearts, their hearts, especially tend to get, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I can't tell you how many guys I've run into that are about 20 years older than me. They're like, Oh, I can't drink anymore. I don't have a liver. You know, I, I can't drink anymore. I have my appendix out or, you yeah, know, all yeah, this it's just ravaged by, you know, alcohol. nasty shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and, uh, and you know, the irony is that, well, they do drug testing. 
I don't believe alcohol is actually going to give you a negative on your test, but marijuana for a lot of these sports yeah. will give you a negative on your test. So you, you actually have, or sorry, will give you a positive on your test. So then you have to go and now you're suspended for four games. Like Ricky Williams was a famous running back who always ran into that problem. He was, oh, yeah. he was like high all the time. Oh yeah, no, I love it. And he retired <laughs> from football and he's like, yeah, you know, just, well, and if I don't get why they're regulated. It's so crazy. Well, and the thing is, is with the NFL and the NBA, they like you test positive and they test you like four or five times throughout yeah. the season. They immediately put you into some kind of marijuana program. Like you got a drug problem. No. Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, it's insane. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. But with like, and, 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 and my thought on that is it's like, Oh, well you're presenting this as, you know, you're just looking out for their best health interests as a human being. I think you're like pushing them to use something else, which might be alcohol. Yeah, exactly. yeah which is way more dangerous. <laughs> and yeah. you're not going to heal very quickly. And when you do heal, you're going to get hurt more easily. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can smoke as much food as I want the night before a game. I can guarantee you the next day. Yeah. No effect. Right. right Unless right. you eat some like crazy, like brownie. Yeah. For you like, know, <laughs> the next three days you're just seeing like yeah. colors. I'm uh, not going to qualify that as <laughs> yeah, smoking that's pot. That's uh I take know. it to another level. I just kid. thought it was. Uh, I thought it was super interesting, and, and it's interesting that the NHL is sort of the most progressive league, which is cool. It's um, probably because most of the teams' uh, players are from Canada, and uh, in Canada they don't frown upon marijuana. They, they do not as a country. No, they don't. They, um, have you ever seen Trailer Park Boys? I've seen Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> uh, so, uh, damn it, bubbles. <laughs> damn. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about soccer. Um, We've got the Champions League final coming up June 1st. It's going to be Liverpool versus Tottenham. And these are some of the most epic comebacks that have ever happened. Now, I will give my hat is totally off to Liverpool for beating Messi and Suarez. Messi, uh, the Pope had to say, you can't call Messi God. Because <laughs> yeah. of his score. To a reporter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because... Because you can't call Messi just because of his, you know, scoring prowess. He's one of the best players, if not maybe. The he's best a player. god of soccer. He's I, a mean, god I think of soccer. that's what's assumed when you say yeah, he's a hands god. Down. But Liverpool goes and they've they've lost the first game. They come back like a storm and they beat Barcelona. And then Tottenham does the same thing against Ajax. And uh, these guys come back and just absolutely destroy that team so now you have an all england champions league final which is what it should be there you go those crazy fans deserve that shit those hooligans those hooligans yeah Um, somebody's getting in a fight yeah i I would just say like (laughs) just watching both games uh granted i was at work so you know if you work with me sorry i was watching the games but uh (laughs) you know i would just say that one thing I found interesting about it is the aggregate scoring. And I actually pitched this to Justin earlier. Now, what if the NFL in the NFC championship and the AFC championship had two games, but not, not just one. And, and what the reason I say that is because what's cool about the champions league is they do two games for the semis. Uh, and then if you score more points, you move on to the finals. From both games. So, so you play one game at home, then you play one game away. So what this would mean was last year in the AFC Championship, for example, the New England Patriots traveled to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. They ended up beating the Chiefs. But what would have happened if then the Chiefs, let's say they had somehow won that game, but then they had to then go to Gillette Stadium 
to play on the New England home turf. Now, now, what? How does that change the game, Justin? What do you What do you think? Um, the only problem I have with it is the injuries. You know, oh, yeah. You know, yeah, I yeah. already think the end. The uh, NFL season is too long. Yeah, so you're running the risk of really hurting somebody. Really and, yeah, and you know, I mean, it's the ser- It's the series before the Super Bowl, right? You know, do you really want to see these guys just done? I mean, you at that point, you might as well just give them two weeks off, yeah. three weeks off, or a yeah. month. You know, uh, mm. well, not that the Super Bowl happens the week after. I think it is two weeks. Yeah, a couple after. weeks. Yeah. You got Pro Bowl. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which nobody watches. Yeah, what? It's, terrible. <laughs> it's, it's awful. It is a horrible game. Uh, I just thought Ratings it was interesting that because shit. home advantage really to me is everything in the NFL. I think home advantage is so important. It is. It, well, and I do think that if you're going to do it that way, it would have to be early in the playoffs. Punish the wild card teams. Yeah. Have, you you have had a shitty season. You barely belong to they be there. You it twice. Yep. I think it's interesting, though. Yeah. Like make them play each other one at home, one away. That makes it more interesting. Yeah. I think that's a good way to approach at least one round in the playoffs because home advantage means you're going to win. Probably not always, not always, but like uh, look at the Giants. I mean, that's true. But I think a good like seventy, eighty percent of the time, then it's just the writings on the wall. So it's like I'm curious, you know, as a fan of the the sport, as a fan of any sport, I'm curious what happens when you take home advantage out of the equation. Who's the best team? And that's what's kind of cool about it. Well, I mean, that's the advantage of the Super Bowl, right? That's true. The Super Bowl is always at a neutral location, right? Unless, unless for some reason you win and it happens. Or they play in London, you know, right? Unless it happens to be in your city that year, yeah, which is like a total freak occurrence. Never happens. Yeah. And then even then, come close a couple times. Yeah. I think the tickets are so expensive that regular fans can't really go or there's only a limited amount of tickets available anyway. So it is kind of a neutral-ish crowd. Although you didn't hear many Rams fans at the last Super Bowl. Oh, God. They were like... They were like the Patriots there. travel well, kid. They do travel well. They do travel yeah, well. Yeah, I was like, wow. There's Patriots fans real, in real every quiet fucking in there stadium. Yeah. For the Rams, real quiet. Hey, we're winning hot to minds. There you go. If not, uh, we're pissing off other know. people. That's... I just thought, <laughs> you know, as a format thing, because... In the NBA Finals, you have seven games. Now, we would never do f- seven football games in the, in the Finals, but uh, in the MLB Finals, it's seven games. Uh, it's just interesting because football is a one-and-done kind of playoff system, which creates a lot of drama, but does it also mean that sometimes the better team doesn't actually win? Yes, I would say that... Um you're saying based on a seven game series or well, based well, on a one game based on sample one game, size? Yeah, if you took a one game sample size from any team, it's not going to necessarily reflect how good they are. And that's how true. They are. I mean, again, I would point back to the Giants yeah. uh, of the years they won the Super Bowl. Right, right, right. Because, yes, they sucked. Yeah. I mean, those years that they won, I was like, there's no way. They were like nine and seven. Yeah. Something stupid. Yeah, it was awful. You're like, how? You're two games above so, 500. So what I like about this potential thing is it kind of takes luck a little more out of the equation, which is kind of nice. Like, all season, these guys have battled just to get to the playoffs. Oh, get out of here, dude. Luck yeah. is a part of the fucking luck Super Bowl. Luck is a part of the Super Bowl. It is. That's true. There are football gods. They exist, yeah. and then they make decisions. Well, I'm, not, I'm not saying play two Super Bowls. I'm <laughs> saying like rounds, like like the wild card. I round. know. I know what you're you know saying. What I'm saying. I know what you're saying. You know I'm just busting saying. your chops. Oh, you're busting my chops. I'm sorry, kid. This is big time, Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a like? Look up. Oh, yeah. You want to see a fat man smoke a cigar in the shower? He's fun. Yelling for a light. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, now I want to. Can I get a like? <laughs> Can I get a like? Uh, I want to talk a little bit about helmets in football. Uh, Tom Brady does not want to update his helmet. No, because it's a vision problem. Yeah, I mean, I I see why he doesn't like the design of the new helmets because again, they're designed to protect your head. Yeah. Those old school helmets are basically like, <laughs> like uh, what 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 are those guys who like do like skeleton. You know what I mean? It's, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a helmet yeah, you, yeah. Evil Knievel would wear yeah. with a face mask strapped to it, yeah, right? Yeah, That's yeah. what it is. That's what it is. But you he know loves what it. He does because you have tons of visibility. Yeah. Your whole forehead and eyeballs yeah, yeah. are exposed. From what I've seen in the new helmets and uh, the ones that are supposedly supposed to bring Safer. down, you know, the yeah, uh, yeah the, the concussion rate, mm-hmm. um, they're, uh, you know, they're really low on your face. Is that kind of what it is? So it prevents you from seeing certain, yes. like, openings. Exactly. It's more like, like a lacrosse helmet okay, than gotcha. it is, like, an actual football and, helmet. I mean, they're certified to be safe. They, they must, there must be some way to kind of change that design to still have the vision that you would require as a quarterback. Yeah. I'm, uh, well, he's a millionaire. I'm sure he yeah, can fill you it out. Yeah, I, I'm sure okay, somebody can. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like these guys aren't of means. Because, you know? you know, like a lot of what the NFL is doing now is really trying to downplay the fact that there's so many concussions in the sport. And so they're trying to really like lower the amount of, you know, concussions that happen, which the new helmets are supposed to prevent like something like 50% compared to what, you know, the old helmets prevent. But I think it's it's interesting because a lot of the you know more veteran players, especially Tom Brady, they don't want to wear these new helmets. No, they don't. And it's it's like it's he's not comfortable in the new one. Uh, you should be wearing it to protect your head. It will prevent like fifty percent. Yeah, but how much does he really get hit? That's true. He's, he's and he seems well to have all his faculties at forty. But I mean, a lot of quarterbacks get chased all over the field. Yeah, I know. All over I mean, the place. you know, at this point, like Junior Seau was like, if Tom Brady and. Uh, Junior Seau, you compare their ages, right? Yeah. At this point, like, Junior Seau was full-blown CTE. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, he was, like, yeah. three years away from suicide. Right. You look at Tom Brady, and you're like, eh, I don't think he's got that going. No, no, no. He's he's doing just fine. Um, it's the guy. You know what? Honestly, I don't think it's, it's essential. Like running back. Yeah, exactly. Like, Anybody's going to take, like, people, a ton of contact. Defensive line. Defensive line. It ever, it's like, yeah. you know what's weird about that whole CTE thing that always kind of bothered me? Yeah. That movie with Will Smith. Right, where like they were actually involved in like yeah. the whole like production and screenwriting process, yeah, and they were like weird. giving them notes, and it's so like, weird. but wait a second, yeah, you guys don't get to have notes about your own sport. Yeah, this <laughs> is like, like a dramatic, exactly. Yeah, it's supposed to like actually break the league wide open, and be like, look, this is like the worst league for concussions yeah. of any sport of all time. <laughs> yeah, it's like I that mean, movie, uh, Black Klansman. You know what I mean? Like th- this, this happened. Yeah, I fucking yeah, yeah. love that movie. Yeah. I had to get got my dad Denzel, to watch Denzel it. Washington's son. Yeah. And Fine people on both sides. Like yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, I just thought it was interesting. About, and, uh, you Wrong know, Stallworth. We want to talk a little bit about Patriots as well. Um, they're God in a, bless they're in a search for tight end. <laughs> yes. The search for tight end is ongoing. They had Benjamin Watson try out. Um, and you told me just now that you think Gronk might be unretiring. There is talk of this. Which is interesting. Yes. Uh, Why you would he do that? It's funny because there, here we go. Um, there's an article about Rob Gronkowski in Florida. <laughs> they picked up uh, Austin Safarian Jenkins. Yes. Um, so they signed him to a one-year deal. Yeah. If there's any chance he comes back, let's say, after a year of retirement, do you think he unretires and comes back to the Patriots maybe well, after a year? 
It wasn't... I didn't actually read an article about it. This was on... Um, and I'm not allowed to say where I work, but let's just say where I work rhymes with box. Um, so anyways, yeah. at Box Sports... Yeah. They- <laughs> <laughs> Subtle. Yeah. Uh, it was the Herd Show. Yeah. And uh, they were saying that Gronk actually might come back to the Pats. Which is crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I would, uh, I would be happy to see that. I just think he is... Um, I think he, he needs is, a year off. Yeah, he needs to give his back a rest, dude. His back yeah. is apparently just effed up. But um, it's funny because Ben Watson, you know, we had a Ben Watson back oh, in the day. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, back yeah. in the night, un, yeah, un, un, yeah. in the Bledsoe era. It's that's true. Big Ben, they called him. Yeah, I had the poster with like the you there know you the go. Big Ben from England with him, like you know, I love striking how, like, the, the football pose. I love how the Patriots have this ability to make people unretire. It's hilarious. Oh yeah, <laughs> Junior Seau again. Yeah, like, it's like or or people like uh, will just leave their teams and get on a bus and show up at the you know Gillette and be like, uh, no, I play for the Patriots and I guess I traded myself. Well, speaking <laughs> of which, Jamie Collins, freaking Jamie Collins coming over from yeah, the yeah. There's, there's this is huge news now, tonight. Is it verified? Do we know yeah, for sure that's actually going to happen? It's yes. Breaking breaking news. Jamie breaking Collins, news. you heard a fresh linebacker, uh, but I think with with. You know, shoring up the defense, which honestly... Didn't we tell my dad we were going to watch our language, or was that just me? I think we mostly have. <laughs> I've said, like, way less F-bombs than I've ever said. That's true. I've cut it down by about 30%. Yeah, right? I we, figure that's a cognizant effort. Yeah, so we, let's get back to it. I'm sorry. Yeah. So Jamie <laughs> Collins comes in and solidifies the defense that already kind of didn't really need that much help, because it's a very solid defense at this well, point. Well, you know who they lost was the guy who was on the... Um, oh, God... Uh, I think it's Claiborne, Adrian Claiborne. Yeah. So they did need somebody who could rush up the middle because he was huge for us. Gotcha. Uh, rushing up the middle last mm-hmm. year. So I think that's why they got Collins back. I know yeah. that Belichick pro- thought he had like an attitude problem. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. And, and a lot of people had said he was very, uh, very much an introvert. Yeah. Didn't talk with the right, guys right, on the right. team and all that. So that's why they shipped him Didn't off fit to Cleveland. the system in some yeah. ways. And, yeah, and you know, he really did care about making money more than he did about winning. Yeah. However, three years in Cleveland. Four years of Cleveland <laughs> might might change uh, yeah, change might your change, mind and heart. Shipping on back to, to yeah, you know New England. Yeah, New exactly. England area. Yeah, the greater New England area. Yeah. Um, all right, so guys, uh, you know, it's freezing. We've had some really really awesome uh, conversations about the major leagues, and I found this to be sort of heartbreaking. Um, this is about a lesser. Uh, sort of like known uh scene sport uh it's the women's uh version of the national hockey league it, it, we're we're going to talk about women's hockey um the canadian women's hockey league just folded which is actually a huge blow um of course me and justin support all sports including uh you know wmba uh you know women's soccer women's hockey Um, and, and this is like, so, so I had discovered this article where some of these, uh, female NHL players, uh, you know, they, they obviously, we always want the U S to be very competitive in the Olympics. And part of that is having a good women's hockey team. And by the way, college has great women's hockey as well. Um, once you, once you get out of college, there's nowhere to go now. And, And so the only league that currently exists is an American women's hockey league uh, because the Canadian hockey league just folded and that hockey league like over 
60% of all women's players are boycotted because they were paying them, Justin, get this, $2,000 a season. Not a Could week. Could you imagine? Not a week. A season. We didn't need you to Two dedicate grand. seven days a year, seven days a week of your life for... Uh, for training and for playing. What is that? $2,000 a season. What does that break down to? Is that like 50 cents a day? I don't even <laughs> know, right? You're like... And then in the off season, like what? Like you get like, what, $5? <laughs> like, what is it? I, I don't know, man. I'd be doing but, figure skating. Yeah. But, I'd be like, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think we were both saying that the NHL needs to step up and create a WNHL. Well, I think the problem with why the NHL... Why don't NH- they do that like the WNBA? Why, why wouldn't they do that? Well, because the NBA has more money than fair. the NHL. That is fair. The NBA and is it's a more, very high market. And it's more watched. Fair. Right. Um, and, uh, and it's not like the WNBA hasn't struggled, but it seems like the most solid example of a women's league in oh, the Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. they're slowly but surely gaining uh, popularity. Chicago Sky represent. There you go. <laughs> but... You know, yeah. that's that's the dilemma that the NHL's in. Um, they don't have the ratings. I mean, there's some... Yeah. Dude, there's some people who cover sports that don't cover hockey at all. Colin Cowherd is one of them. Yeah. He yeah. literally only covers three out of four sports. That's crazy to me. You know, he'll cover soccer Yeah, before he covers hockey. Well, the <laughs> NHL has the best fights, so I don't know what everyone's doing. I don't know. They're a bunch... Well, you know, and they, there's... They had the misfortune... Of being broadcast in their best era, the 80s and 90s, and the 70s, yeah. uh, where you couldn't see the puck. Like, oh, yeah. They that's were right. broadcast that's in right. the era of yeah. standard definition, yeah. and nobody could see what the hell was going on. Yeah, it's just a sea of white, and you're like, I think they got to go. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, I, I can remember like yeah. being at like my cousin's wedding. Right yeah. or uh, uh, the rehearsal, mm-hmm. and uh, the Bruins were in the playoffs, were in the Stanley Cup. I was I was six, so I, I forget. Yeah, I had to yeah. go back and look at the. Yeah. Anyways, but they're all crowded around like so one of those, 80s. you know, 80s. yeah, one of those like eight inch screen TVs in the kitchen. They're all smoking. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Everybody smoked <laughs> in the house back then. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a black and white screen TV. Yeah. They all had in the kitchen, and you know they were doing like the wedding stuff in run yeah. room, and all the men. We're in the kitchen smoking cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Watching this thing on what is basically today a closed circuit security TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, I mean, it's, it's a good era. It was fun. Uh, I mean, come on, man. Like, every era of hockey has always been epic, including now. This is an epic era of hockey as well. It's more Smash Mouth. The puck's easier to see. And, uh,. Yeah, I guess players are better protected, but you still have awesome, awesome hits. Um, I think for women's sports, I think to me, you know, I don't know who to like really pitch this to. Obviously, I am not some sort of billionaire, uh, but I think people might want to watch women's hockey, you know, across Canada. I can't believe the can- Canadian of all of all places, Justin, Canada folded. I'm <laughs> like, that's the hockey like origins. Like, how does that league go away? And then how do we really fix this this glaring need for actual payment for players who are very talented, who are, who are going to compete at the Olympics, win gold medals, but there's nothing outside of it for them? How do we make it? How does this happen? Well, the, again, the problem is, is that ho- money, yeah, right? hockey money. is at the bottom of the bu- viewership 
yeah. for uh, United sports. States, yeah. I would say. In, in Canada, it's certainly at the top. I mean, first of all, NASCAR beats the shit out of any of the sports we cover. Yeah, which is which wild. So I, does I, wrestling. By which the way, guys, we're never going to cover fucking NASCAR. We might. Are <laughs> you redneck ale? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, I'm happy to cover. I have nothing to add to that conversation, dude. I have never even seen a NASCAR race. Come on, dude. You watched Talladega Nights with me the other night. I did. It's but it's only most- because it's a parody of rednecks that I like it. <laughs> ah, come on. Taylor and Hart like- Jr. Taylor and Hart Jr. Come on, man. Well, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you that. But again, yeah. I've never watched He's the on race. the Wheaties box. You can't hate on Dale Earnhardt Jr. So, uh, you think you're a big man? <laughs> Shake and bake. <laughs> hey, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Uh, I, I, if you don't finish Dude. first, you finish last. <laughs> no, you're not first, you're last. If you're not first, you're last. It's epic. All right. So, anyways, equality for women in sports. For fuck's sake, let's get there. Fucking A. It's not like people don't have money. No, agreed. And yeah. you see the development with it in the NBA. Now, the NFL, it's a much sadder sight. They have that, like, lingerie league where you're just like, oh, dude, this is the most sexist fucking thing. It's fucking awful. You know, it, it's like, dude. Not that I wasn't watching. <laughs> but Let's be real. <laughs> wasn't Wayne Gretzky's daughter playing on one of those teams? Yeah. 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 yeah but she's hot. I mean. Yeah, all right. <laughs> sorry, honey, but she's hot. Jesus. I'm not uh, talking to Tom. I'm talking Tom. to my wife. Okay. So, Anyways. So, unrelated to all this, uh, support women's sports, obviously. Uh, obviously. And, and, and also... Support uh, hockey, damn it. Support hockey. So they can support women's sports. Yeah, $2,000 a season is absolute horseshit. Yeah. These, these women are bringing peanut butter jelly sandwiches to their games because they don't have food there. Yeah, they're bringing it's, a bag it's lunch. Hor- it's horrifying. I know. All right, so we're going to hit the lightning round. Granted, that's better than I eat every day, but yeah, that's well, okay. That's yeah, okay. Yeah. She's got a little uh, shake and bake going you know? on in a different way. Oh, did somebody right. leave these chips behind? Yeah. Sweet, free lunch. Sweet. <laughs> so uh, this, uh, this one comes from Ash. Yeah. Favorite Avenger? Good question. What position would they play on a football team? Okay, so I would pick the Incredible Hulk, and he would be a running back. And uh, I think it'd be interesting because the more you tackle him, the more you get angry, and the more you just keep stomping down the field. You'd have a you'd have a very very interesting uh, uh, hard time defending the Incredible Hulk. Even I'd even take glasses glasses Incredible Hulk from the the latest Avengers Avengers. I hated Avengers. that character. <laughs> All right, where were we at, Tom? Yeah, where were we at, Swaggers? Uh, we were at one minute three seconds. What do you got, Jay? All right, so I would pick Hawkeye. And Hawkeye. Yes, he would be playing quarterback. Not a w- bad pick. No, yeah. no. I like Hawkeye number one because he's like he's got no superpowers. Yeah, he's got no edge on anybody. So basically, he's got the most team team building. Yeah, exactly. Know. Yeah, and uh, not only that, people rally around him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's he's a good team player. Yeah. Um, but not only that, he's got that sick arm. Yeah, he's got you know the sick I mean? arm and the sick eye to see where the oh, dude's going to be. There. I'd put him next to Mahomes any day of the week. There you go. Next to my boy Tom. Well, that'd be a close call. That'd be a close call. <laughs> All right. So that's 23 seconds left on the clock. All right. Uh, our next lightning round question comes from uh, Brian. Uh, what is the worst sports movie? And Brian had nominated the garbage picking, field goal kicking Philadelphia phenomenon with Tony Danza, which, by the way, I watched a highlight reel of it on YouTube. I don't know. It seemed like kind of like a fun movie. <laughs> it looked really bad, but I was like, Tony Danza. 
uh, as some kid from Philadelphia. I've it's, never even heard of this it's, movie. It's apparently one of the worst sports movies ever. All right, Schwagers, do you have a worst sports movie picked, and should I hit the timer now? Um, I've got a couple. Okay. Can sorry. I make two? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Angels in the outfield. <laughs> Top of my fucking list because I hate the fucking angels. There you go. And, uh, yes, yeah, I don't hate angels, but uh, I hate Jason Priestley, too. So, yes, all around that movie is awful. Glover. Oh, God. What is a drunk? Yeah. No, it's great. And then the other one. Um, oh, God. It was right on the tip of my tongue when I was thinking about it. Uh, angels in the outfield. And, um, oh, man. Assholes in the outfield? No. <laughs> Was there an assholes? No, the assholes in the outfield, not a movie. No, it's all right. Well, I'm going with Angels in the Outfield. All right, so my worst movie, and this is kind of a weird pick, but it's D3, The Mighty Ducks. Now, granted, I love The Mighty Ducks. I only like, ventured into that on home video. Yeah, well, I saw it in theaters. It was, <laughs> it was terrible. It is a really, really <laughs> shitty third movie. They need to just like not. The first one's a perfect movie. Yes, Mighty Ducks is like the perfect movie. Yes, it is. Mighty Ducks 2 is fucking awesome. Awesome. They go to the Olympics, and then, right? Then all the kids age up into teenager dumb, and it's like this emotional, like, emo bullshit. It was... Hey, and honestly, talk? it's not even that bad talk? of a sports movie, but it fucking sucks. Anyways. <laughs> all right. 12 seconds I never even again. saw that. I saw that come out, and I'm like, no way. <laughs> You're like, why did they make a third one? The first two... That horse perfect. is already dead. Oh, my God. All right, so uh, this next question comes from Smashley, uh, and it is... She our, loves that name. Yeah, it is our thoughts on the current Monday Night Football announcers, which is Booger. <laughs> uh, who else we got? Booger McFarland. Booger, Booger McFarland, who, um, who was cruising the sidelines on some kind of contraption last year. Yes, he was. <laughs> Nobody knew what that was. was. Like, Is he on like a golf cart that cruises the sidelines? And why, why is that happening? So you got Joe Tessitore, he's your play-by-play, and then you got Jason Witten as a color commentator. I, and I think Witten's going back to the NFL, I think. He's out of his flipping mind. Yeah, we talked about Cowboys. this he's couple of weeks. Cowboys, yeah. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He's on retiring, going to the Cowboys. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. So that's, that's, that's a horrible right, so, idea. So 90 seconds, we got Booger and Tessitore. What do you think, Jim? Well, Well, it's better than uh, Collinsworth. I mean, anything's yeah. better than Collinsworth. I'm so sick of Collinsworth. And Dan Fouts. Yeah. I can't stand Dan Fouts. Yeah. I think what they've always been trying to replace John Gruden, right, for Monday Night Football. So, like, this is their answer to, like, be like, here's some people with chemistry, maybe. Um, I don't know. I, I would like to see how Booger, Mc, Booger McFarland. Uh, yeah. Is that yeah, I feel like I'm is. always making his name up as I say it. Look at McFarland. Is that, I feel like I, it's like it's a family, the, it's a family guy. Character. Yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, you know, the guy who drew Spawn. Either yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Either way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like he might be better in the booth than cruising around on some weird techno gizmo thing. I think the person I really Why was he like sequestered down in the yeah. field like that? They're like in no. the booth all warm and he's no, like just, down there Justin, like, can you agree with me? The person I want to see announcing the Monday Night Football games is Rob Gronkowski. Oh, that would be fantastic. I think he would have all the charisma. He's already a very likable, fun guy. Yeah, but he's dumb as shit. I don't know about that. He's a great uh, football player. I don't, I, dude, he didn't make it to ASU on his fucking <laughs> brains, okay? His brains. Arizona. Good God. Uh, otherwise, who would you like to see? Whew. Who would I like to see as a... We're going to pause the clock. Am I, am it's 10 I, seconds till now, but we're going to just 
answer this question. We think. All it's right. So you you saying play by play or you saying color commentary? I'm saying either way. I'm going to say either way. Either way. Who do you want to see? Philip Rivers, actually, I would love Rivers. to see if him. Retires, as, oh, oh, that would be awesome. It'd be good because he's fiery and he's funny. Yeah, he talks a ton of shit. Yeah, good which charisma. I love. Curse, oh hell yeah! Guy. I think he would be yeah. a fantastic color yeah, commentator. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I think my pick would just be like let's say Gronk, or I'm gonna go ahead and say yeah, Gruden's not gonna last in the NFL too much longer. Just get him back. <laughs> no, like so, so we can all lie lie to us <laughs> about like sports theory and football theory. Get out of here! Yeah, he was fun while he lasted. Okay, so uh, he's not going anywhere. They paid him way too much money. I know they're getting that money's worth. Well, you know Oakland and their history of paying quarterbacks uh, too much money. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very big history of that. All Although right. you know Derek Carr is safe now. We were talking about that a couple weeks ago. That is they didn't true. draft a quarterback. They did so. not. Yeah. No competition for him. Okay. Our last one in the lightning round, unless I think of one, which tends to happen, uh, is Justin. What do you think of the best TD touchdown, as it were? Oh, you know what I'm going to tell you. It's your answer to the last question. seconds. Who's got the best touchdown celebration? The Gronk spike. The Gronk spike. You can't beat it. Yeah. It's like Um, a sore dick. I will actually, (laughs) I will, I will agree with that. And I have another answer as well. Uh, What I like is now that defenses are doing collective celebrations for example the bears defense after getting a pick six return last season they all stopped down and acted like they were paddling a canoe and one of them was scouting with a telescope (laughs) it was genius and it was funny as fucking hell I would say, like, the worst touchdown celebration was back when... Uh, Any Odell Beckham touchdown celebration yeah. on the Giants? That's fair. Anyone? Yeah. And who was the receiver who pulled the pen uh, and paper out of the field goal post? Do you remember? Was that... No, he that pulled Terrell a cell Owens? phone. Was that Terrell Owens? Was that it Terrell Owens? T.O. But somebody pulled a cell phone out of Oh, the- yeah, and he called his agent. <laughs> I was like, okay, it was actually pretty funny. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, I'm like, uh, maybe there are no bad touchdown celebrations. I don't know. No, I mean, I, the fact it's, that they penalti- penalize the guys yeah, for those. It's, it's goofy. You know, they're just having a good time. Yeah, it's like. It's one thing to like be standing over a dude with like your crotch in his face. Like, yeah, you know. If it's funny. You know, if you coordinated the whole thing, yeah, you yeah. like took the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. to set up a boat and start rowing. <laughs> <laughs> was so funny. Uh, yeah, I was like, Khalil Mack is here to stay. He's a part of my Chicago heart. Oh, there it, it is. Oh, there shit. it is. That was we timed out. Timer. Um, no, really. Tommy's house is burning down. We did ninety <laughs> seconds. All right, and Schwager. Oh yeah. By the way, we're not in Oxnard this week. This is a little odd. Reseda. Yeah. The uh, she's the, a good girl living you know, in Reseda. The town of the Karate Kid. Yeah. Uh, Schwager, <laughs> I got I got one more for you. Yes. I got one more uh, uh, lightning round. This is totally off the cuff, and I would say, who is all time. Just, just all time. Who is the most clutch NBA player of all time? Go ahead. All right, it's a toss-up for me. Nice. It's between Bird and Jordan. Okay, Larry Bird was the clutch king, but it was a different era when Jordan came along. He kind of changed the game. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. So it Mm. was like. But for his era, Bird was the shit, and I, I just, you know, yeah. I grew up with that guy, and I yeah, always yeah. had love for him. But, I mean, Jordan, dude, just watching him play as a kid. I mean, like I said, yeah. you know, I, I saw the Celts on the decline. Uh-huh. You know, I, I saw them yeah. in the Antoine Walkie is. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, I don't know if you've seen Antoine Walker lately. Lately, it's it's, it's fucking horrifying. horrifying. <laughs> it's a fucking manatee. <laughs> it's just, just he's no gigantic. Big, he's no big time Tommy. Oh uh, no, <laughs> or he is. A big time uh, he Tommy. is a big time Tommy. He's a big time Tommy. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's uh, he's a uh, big time Antoine. Anyways, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I would say. The most clutch players I've ever seen, mm. it, it was. It was Bird and Jordan. Nice. And honestly, I, I can't choose between the two. You nice. go ahead. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to throw a name out there into that mix. I'm going to agree with Bird. I'm going to agree with Jordan. And I'm also going to add Robert Ori to the mix. Wow. The Iceman cometh. Uh, and also Derek Fisher for those clutch threes in, in the Lakers championship. I fucking hate Derek Fisher. I know you do. Yeah, I do. Uh, but he's so damn clutch. Hey, he was. Well, that's like we were, we were talking about Reggie earlier. Reggie Miller. We're like, he's so fucking clutch. I fucking hated him when I was a Bulls fan, but I see him. Oh, that's our time. Fuck. Yeah, you got caught off, Tommy. Cut off. Anyway, it was Reggie Miller. We were both saying the irony is that now that I watch him, especially as an announcer, he's the nicest, coolest dude. I would be friends with him in a heartbeat. I, fucking, back in, I fucking hated him when he was playing against the Bulls. Yeah, the back Bulls in years. the day, like you wanted to see Rodman like put his face through the freaking <laughs> yeah. stance. You know? you'd, always, you'd always break your heart. Uh, all right, well, guys, thanks for listening. That was episode eight of the Let's Talk Smack Sports podcast. As always, submit us your lightning round questions. We will absolutely answer them. Uh, we are here for you. We are always excited to have listeners and fans and, uh, you know, someday sponsors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And don't forget, keep talking shit. Smack.